you, 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 you are the one. Look at that resting heart. There we go. I okay. Yeah, this is a great way. Welcome to Bogan Bro Banter. This is a great way to start the banter. Um, What's your resting heart rate? I don't know, Connor. Because like yours is pretty. What is yours like? Forty-eight. That's insane. I have a naturally high heart rate. I have absolutely no idea. Like I used to when I was wearing my watch all the time. Like I um. I would keep track of it even more. Can I like count how many heartbeats I have in a minute? And thir- like, you can do it in thirty seconds. But like, let me I'm find my. It. Let me find the You're, last. You should be at rest right now, so it should be pretty okay. accurate. I gotta find so the last data that I can find. Well, just like hold your pulse, and then start for third. Like, let it go thirty okay. seconds, uh-huh. and count during that time, and then just multiply it by two. So, okay. I I sit resting. Oh, if you hear construction noise, it there's is what construction. It is. There's construction. What are we supposed to do, huh? Make them stop? I've got some heart rates in They're here. They're building. I sit resting at like I got, 60. I want to find my heart rate 60s. first. And when I get like exercising, I get up at like 150. Yeah. Okay, I feel That's it. normal. I, my exercise rate, like when I'm running, my running rate's like, let me look at my run <laughs> I feel the other like day. mine's actually worse than that. Let me, let me go to the Nike Run Club because I know that has heart rate data on some of my older runs. I feel like it was actually way higher than that because I looked it up once and it was like, oof, like not great. Maybe I have high yeah, blood my, pressure. Yeah, my average heart rate was 169 during my run. Let me, okay, I, then mine must have been higher. That must not have been from a run. Let me see if I can find a run from, I can't remember the last time I, last time I tracked heart rate data was like when I first started running. Also, I was tracking my run on Strava, Strava, whatever, and I used yeah. my watch. This run, it says uh, I ran. So I had 43 in 30 seconds. So 86. So you're not at rest right now. There, yeah, that is not as <laughs> rest. We're just gonna call you're not at rest because you're at rest. <laughs> that is would be bad. way too oh, high. No, <laughs> you're not at rest right now. You're anxious. Am I? You have a camera at you. It makes sense. Camera and lights. Okay. You're just yeah. not comfortable around you're not the comfortable. camera. I, love, man. I bet my. Let's look at my heart rate. When did right I now. start using the watch for runs? Mine's like, got to be high right now. Where's my average heart rate at? Yeah, my current rate seventy one. Okay. My resting heart rate. So it's just like because we're being semi-active because we're like. Oh doing well, my current heart rate sixty six. I know at some point, but I it's because we're like talking, looking mm-hmm. in front of lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking. I know at that some point sense. I was keeping track of this. Why is it not <laughs> in any of this? Like, when was I using my watch? Um, rough. No, what I was saying though, I was running with Strava, and I was tracking with my watch, and my watch finished three point one miles. Right. I'm like, okay, stopped it on my stopped I think it on I my used watch it for the turkey trot around that time i stopped it on my watch walk in the house sinks my phone pull out my phone my phone says i only ran 2.8 miles hmm. i know it's not true because i know where i ran but okay, it kept the same time for my watch hmm. so it took what was like a 10 15 minute pace 10 10 20 somewhere in there which was slow but it was okay my legs were tired to now it says i ran like 10 54 10 54 over 2.8 miles and i was like you liar Dang, dude, you got fricked. Yeah, because so I ran 3.1 miles in 31 minutes and 8 seconds. So, like, right at 10 minutes. Okay. So and my, it says I ran 10.54. So, my max hmm. is my max is getting up Freaking around 190. Like, that's pretty high. Pretty high. So, I, I may just, like, fall over dead. Somebody tell me in the comments if I'm actually going to die. I've always had, like, a little bit of a higher heart rate. But I've never been told I have bad blood pressure. Like when I go to the doctor, you're gonna die, but it's not going to because it's not going to be because of your blood pressure. Maybe I just like, I don't know, I don't know. I don't think I've had a heart attack. What are your number one? So if you're if <laughs> the easiest way to really calculate your max topic. heart rate no. is go two twenty minus your age. 
So for me, my maximum would be 195. Oh, yeah, max 220 minus my age of 23, so 197. That'd be your max heart rate. Oh, I'm, I'm totally good. Um, I, have, I haven't hit my max. For moderate intensity <laughs> I haven't runs, even maxed yet, bro. <laughs> so then the American Heart Association recommends you stay within 50 to 50 to 70% of that. So if you're 40, you aim to keep your heart rate between 90 and 126. So 70% of what's your max? 197, 197. times 0.7. So 137 should be like... For what? A good workout heart rate. There's no way. For, for a moderate intensity run. That, yeah, I don't for run... For speed work, I don't 85%. Run moderate intensity. So what's yours? 197 times 0.85. So 167. Well, it's just not happening. That'd be... That's a like speed run. I hate to break it to you. That's just not happening. And yours isn't like that either. So I don't, yeah, mine's here, aren't those the same people that do the BMI thing, which is like totally inaccurate? I don't believe them, dude. Yeah. 195 times 0.85. We're both... Beginning. No, mine's pretty accurate. Mine's right over it. All right. Well, I guess I'm just dying. Because mine should be 165. Mine was 169. I'm, di- I'm going to die. Am so I going to die? No, you're not going to die. I need a heart doctor. Yeah, my heart rate right now is 66. What is heart rate var- variability? Measure the variation in the time intervals between heartbeats. Isn't that the same as your heart rate? I don't know. Like, wait, or no, it's saying, it's saying that like, so your heart rate is just how many beats happen in a minute. Your variability is how much is happening in between the beats. Cause that can change. You could have a couple that are faster and then one that's slower and it could still equal out the same heart rate. Huh? That's scary. I don't want to know that. That's like if I drink a Monster Energy, mine's probably like my variability oh, like, by all over the place. My heart rate variability right now is 64 milliseconds. How is your... The thing is, too, like you have a history of drinking like caffeine. I used to drink a lot of caffeine. I don't anymore, though. Not I just anymore. drink one cup of coffee a day. That's what I'm saying, though. But you've like consistently had caffeine like every day for a long time. It's like you would think yours would be higher. My body's adjusted. He's adjusted, man. My heart rate when I was in high school playing basketball a lot i remember i would go to the like get my physical or whatever and it was always between like 47 to 40 to like 50 this with guy, my resting heart rate this guy's just a cold blood but then dude. when, aces right when i started playing Gosh. disc golf in college once i basically once i stopped doing like super active stuff and i was just like just playing disc golf wasn't doing like really any cardio other than just disc golf yeah my resting heart rate got up to like 54 mm, but then once i started running it slowly went back wild. down no, nothing like mine. Is it now I'm back to oh, 48? You guys see, so I topic switch a little bit. So we launched, it was called Dart. It was a spacecraft. Did you guys hear about this? No, I didn't hear about it. You might have just I seen think it. I, I think I saw something so about it on Twitter, but I don't the, know anything about it. What this was, it was our first test at Earth Defense. Okay. And we launched this spacecraft at an asteroid. Now, it wasn't coming towards us or a meteor or whatever it was to see if we could defend defend against, uh, like a meteor like a meteor or an asteroid hitting us gotcha and there's literally we hit it you can literally see the drone footage it's like one of the when you see pictures and stuff from space it just doesn't look real yeah yeah because like it's so hard to believe um just that we've come that far i guess but like you can see this camera getting closer and closer and closer to this thing and then it just goes like fuzzy <laughs> That's pretty crazy. that sounds and awesome so we hit it we made contact but i think they have to like get the data to see if like we actually direct redirected its orbit or its course but like isn't that crazy to like to think that like we just now are working on that like i kind of yeah. always assumed we had a plan We've been making movies about that for a <laughs> long time i've seen uh it came out like last year it was don't look up yeah yeah i watched I, never, that. I didn't watch it i heard it was it, awful Really? really? Yeah, I heard. It was I didn't really mind bad. it. No, I thought it was funny. Mm. Yeah, it's like it was, a sat, it's a satire movie, so you you have to go into it thinking that. Yeah, it wasn't gotcha. bad. 
It was, uh, but what was, uh, reminded me of it because like basically this whole, the dude at the end came up with this whole plan because he wanted whatever minerals on the asteroid. So he didn't want to, like yeah, they first, had a way. At first they were going to blow it up. They but he, had a way to blow it up. Yeah. So they had a way to save earth. But this guy's like, no, what if we go in and we blow it up in a strategic way so that we can basically make a bunch of money off of it. Mm-hmm. And so they did it and it failed obviously and, and so then him and like the president and like one other person get on this thing and go to mars while the earth just blows up oh my gosh the, how how here's a here's the question how far do you guys think in our lifetime we will make it with space exploration i believe i think we're we're planning on going back to the moon pretty soon like so i think i i'm, I'm almost willing to guarantee that's the only thing what you just said there is the only reason that i give the fake moon landing people mm-hmm. any grain of like why? maybe because why haven't we gone back because there was there's no reason to well there is why why are we going back we're going back this time because we want to use it as a launch point to get to mars from the moon but i'm saying like there we didn't study it fully like we went to the moon once showed we could do it put our flag there and came back you don't think and that you, think you don't think that you don't back? think that seeing well, we, might, we might just also not have access to the information of what they did gather there for the record I do think we went to the moon. I you don't. I'm not a. I'm not a. But I, but I'm saying that's the only point that people make. And I'm like, you know what? That's a I solid point. Here's what. It, here's where it's been. What fifty years? Forty for years? For the record, here's what I, think I do think that we to. went to the moon. But also, I think there there are a lot of unanswered questions about a lot of things. Oh, but when people say like government conspiracy theories, a lot of it, I'm like, well, yeah. Do you really think they're going to tell us that? Mm-hmm. Like, I, of course um, not. Yeah, I saw this. Uh, I saw this comedian routine the other day. He was like, uh, the guy's like. So you guys, is like, he's like, is there any conspiracy theorists in the crowd? And then people are like murmuring. And he's like, he's like, you know, he's like, I, I, some people like, do they just don't believe in, they say they don't believe in any conspiracy theories. It's like related to the government. And he's like, he's like, you know, I understand. He's like, I'm not a crazy conspiracy theorist. Like I'm not like, I don't want to hear all of them. Like he's like, but he's like, you really don't believe any. He's like, you don't think the government has like, he, he, he goes, he goes, I have a son. He's like that son is 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 like is five years old. I lie to him all the time, and you don't think the government has lied to us one time? Um, but that's funny. No, I think with the moon, you could say that it costs a lot to do anything with space, right? Like you hear the budget numbers is insane. We've been focusing all of our budget on the International Space Station, studying things with telescopes, satellites, that sort of thing. So in my mind, we went to the moon. We collected pieces of it, like we saw it, and it probably was not very exciting. We probably were just using our budget elsewhere, but now we have a reason because they want to use it. I believe what I heard was that they they think there's a there's something they can they they want to use it as a launch point to get to Mars because it's a better place to launch from. And then I also heard there was like something they could collect from the surface to like help make fuel or use it as some kind of refueling point. But in any case, I think we'll go back to the moon during our lifetime for sure probably the next decade even because i think that's getting pretty close um i don't think i don't think we'll see any humans get to mars in our lifetime i don't think so yeah do you think so connor i don't know that it's it's i i think someone will try it in our lifetime but also how doesn't it take like an eternity to get out there like, could we still be alive when someone gets there? Uh, True. Yeah, I don't remember. I True. mean, we would have to probably make developments with space travel. You had to put an infant child on a rocket. Because, like, wasn't they didn't they like speak by the time didn't they, get they to send Mars. a monkey to Mars? 
Well, we've sent mm. rovers to Mars, and they don't take the infinite amounts of time to get to Mars. So what we have so rovers on Mars. We have one right the now. The Mars rover. Oh, no, there's right. a n- new uh, one. I'm just, I know. I'm, I'm just saying like, I'm that I one we that. knew about. Yeah. What or is, was that a movie? That uh, what does Mars look like? It's like a. It's a, a lot of gas, isn't it? Well, no, it's not a gaseous planet. That's Saturn. Because you no, know, space is very interesting. It would take about seven months. Seven seven months is the uh, is the timeline, I guess. For yeah, okay. Russia was going to send monkeys to Mars in twenty sixteen. So it does take a long time. To get the to word Mars, from Russia is that the country wants to send monkeys to the red planet by twenty seventeen, but waving the red flag on such a plan are the is PETA. Shocker! I didn't realize Russia listened to PETA. I yeah, don't. They probably what did. The heck? Yeah. They probably did. They probably, they probably sent did. them. They probably already sent them. Yeah. Why would? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I think Mars. Mars is crazy. Yeah. We I, draw the line. PETA is our ultimate authority. The, <laughs> the husky mixed dog was sent into space in 1957, but yeah. died in, with overheating within panic mm. hours after takeoff. Takeoff. That's which sad. makes sense. That's sad. That makes sense. I um. I wonder other if other animals sent into space have died of suffocation, frozen to death, or burned up on impact. Ooh. I, God. I wonder if we will in my, our lifetimes. Like, Peter I feel really like, knows what he's talking about. I feel like we could see a structure on on the moon in our lifetime. Yeah, I think so. That I want sense. Moon World. I want you know, to visit thinking, Moon World. <laughs> I was thinking literally on the way to work today. Like I was like looking up at just like billboards and the cars in front of me, and I was like, "How am I supposed to believe that we got here when people were on Earth with no technology?" I know. Like, who made Wi-Fi, bro? Like, how do you even get to electricity? Like, how do you even make that step? Smart people, dude. You know what I'm saying? It's Well, it's harder to believe because, like, we, I mean, I'm the type of person that I drive around and, like, I just, like, start looking at things, at, like, structures and everything. And I'm like, how does how do you make that? Like, how does somebody make yeah. that? And then what, what changed it for me is I worked I worked at a place that um, that was basically a tool and die manufacturer, and they had... So they were making like little metal pieces and things like that. The kind of stuff that you look at and you're like, who the heck is making that? Mm-hmm. And they had engineers in-house. So what they did is they got consultations to like, here's a problem, solve it. And then they would design these things, these <laughs> such specific pieces, and then and then punch them out with the hydraulic presses and make them. And so like that kind of helped me learn like how the process works where like you, it, it's not, it's not like people just imagine the piece it's like here's the problem yeah but like and then how do we we fix have it? a bunch of rocks and you need to make a microchip that lets you call your friends Bro. well that is the cra- <laughs> that is the, that is the crazy thing like that's think that, of those steps like it's that scenario you're on that earth is a very, whatever you think about we like just that. learned how to make fire right and now we have to fast forward well, to Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, look at this sign behind me, dude. Yeah. Crazy, huh? Well, it's like, all, it's, what? It all starts with raw material. But yeah, I mean, it's it, I mean, it's progression, I guess. It is that question of like, if you put Elon Musk on the earth, you know, however many years ago when we had no technology, like how long does it take him to make an iPhone? <laughs> like, he couldn't. He couldn't. If he had any, if he had any resources of that time I don't think anyone that's alive during our generation could go back and get us to where we are. Because we all started no, with no, a head no, start. No. Not like getting a, not get everybody to where they are, but like create one like piece yeah, of technology. Yeah, if he goes back and he has no technology, like the car hasn't started, nothing. But he has he, he has everything available to him. Like anybody will get him what he needs. Like like he literally just has to know the steps. But like 
you have to think through the well, progression. Well, he might have to invent right? What is the progression? He might have to discover well, electricity. Like the, that's what I'm saying. Think of the industrial age. Like, you have to discover electricity. So like you don't you have to discover it. You know how it works. So you, like, you trust me, guys. There's this but electric stuff you, up there. But now, how do you make? Uh, you have to now make like a. Let's say you want to use water. You have to make like a water, whatever the frickin' the plant is, the hydraulic I just energy see, plant. I want to put this in. This needs to be a like reality he, TV he show, dude. You have to build dude. a dam that and then dude. generate energy this, from the wheels spinning. This is a reality TV show. You take geniuses, electronic, uh, electric engineers, that kind of thing, and you stick them in a nature preserve. Furthest advancement of technology wins. I'm telling you right now. I'd watch the crap, I'd watch the crap out of that That's intellectual really property claimed right now. And it's hosted by Ryan Seacrest and um, with a co-host of Elon Musk. Man. I'd watch There was it. a show kind of, of like that. that called The Great Escapists. And it's more. It was more like dramatized, but like they did actual survival stuff and actual building. But like they would make jokes and like you'd pan and it would be like done. And but like they'd make jokes about it. And it was Richard Hammond from Top Gear and um, Tori Valachi mm. from Mythbusters. Mythbusters. Mm. And it was hilarious. It was like the cheesiest thing I've ever seen because they're both terrible actors. But it was very funny. But they did that. They were basically on an island and they were building simple machines out of like palm trees that. and stuff. I saw a really clip. Cool. I saw a TikTok clip. I, I have never watched Top Gear, but I see TikTok clips of so it's funny. Jeremy Clarkson, one of the main yes, guys. Yeah. So they were like in some snowy place and one of the guys covered his entire car in ice, like to prank him. Like just mm-hmm. it would look like frozen in an ice cube practically. And they're driving away and they're like, and they're like, I wonder how long it's going to take him to go. All right, then we'll just light the thing on fire. And the other guy's like, ah, probably like under a minute. And it pan- it cuts back to him. And he's got a <laughs> hairspray and a lighter. And, he's going, <laughs> and he dumps lighter fluid on, on it, like gasoline. And he lights the whole car on fire. And he goes, oh, think I might have overdone it. And he starts running away. <laughs> like the that clips show, I see, the funniest clip Top Gear was incredible. is it when is incredible. he makes a, a parking brake with a log that he basically is dragging behind him. So when he the car rolls back, it stops on the log, and he's driving along this bumpy dirt yeah, road. He's like, yeah. he's like, sometimes my genius like surprises even me. And they hit a bump, and the log <laughs> goes up and through his rear windshield, and it. Oh man, that's <laughs> like, really funny. That was there's so many parts of incredible. that show that are like obviously like planned out and planted. Like oh, they don't they do it unapologetically. Like they yeah. you know that, but like things like that, like he he made that because. His um his car would roll backwards whenever he would go to a stop, and they were on a hill, and yeah. so he would just keep on rolling backwards, and his clutch wasn't good, so he had a really hard time taking off on the hill. So he put the had the log to where it would stop him, so he wouldn't roll backwards, and he was driving another, and it literally hit a rock <laughs> and just shot <laughs> straight through the window. It's so funny. Oh they, my uh, gosh. Top Gear was so great. It's not anymore. No. Frick the BBC. Let me be clear. Okay, wasn't it originally on the BBC? What? Yeah, it was originally on BBC, the Brit- the British Broadcast, uh, whatever it stands mm-hmm. for, and they had Top Gear on there. And then the the Jeremy Clarkson and somebody, some producer or something, got some kind of tiffy, and so the BBC took uh, Jeremy Clarkson, Richard Hammond, and uh, James. Well, it's not really. Off it's of not BBC. Top Gear then. No. Well, it's basically yeah. It's top not Top Gear. It's not top gear. It's top, top gear. Anymore. Essentially, was a YouTube channel. If you really think about it. Yeah. Like what they were I doing and stuff? It sounds like it. 
It, I mean, it's like think it, about it. Like they would show up and like they they'd have, have like a challenge with a car. Yeah, no, they were the you they were what because now you can find a lot of those car challenges all over YouTube. But they were like they had well, like that was like, it, I, like fifteen seasons of them doing it. They've been doing it yeah. since like the nineties. There was saying, a like, lot of good shows it, back, like, back then, then, like that. Like MythBusters is that way too. Or it felt like yeah. a YouTube channel, but yeah. it just didn't like. I think our generation, that's the type of stuff we liked, which makes sense why YouTube is yeah, like that now. Yeah. Because like the generation before us would, I don't think they would have liked it. Yeah. They probably like, I imagine my dad never really liked Mythbusters. He didn't understand it. I love Mythbusters. I love Mythbusters. Mythbusters is like, but like a that top just, 10 that show. wasn't TV. And like, like mainstream I skipped, TV, I skipped that through wasn't Top it. Gear to get to like the, the special episodes. Yeah. Like I watched them. I've seen every single episode. I also but the, loved, the special episodes are my favorite. I mean, I loved that they had like guests on and they all had to race that crappy car. Yeah. And yeah, just yeah, get yeah. on the board. I was watching. I, I think that was, was always a Renault something. I saw a clip of them the other day trying to go up like the world's steepest banked track. Like it was like straight up oh, and down. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Great. But time. they started. They started uh, the Grand Tour, which is just their. It's the same as Top Gear, but Amazon basically bought them mm-hmm. and told them to start. And they basically, God bless Amazon, just they basically everybody. were like, we don't. I I heard in like an interview that they were like talking about like what their like um, restrictions were and stuff like that. And Amazon was like, you can do whatever you want. And so now Amazon it's just like it's three old goofy legit. men that literally just have the show be whatever the heck they want it to be, and it's very funny. I'm man, if I was like any company that is anywhere near Amazon's lane or any lanes they might go into, I'd be so scared. Like if I was Netflix, I'd be terrified of Amazon. What is um Netflix is in a tough spot because of like they're Amazon they, just partnered with someone. Netflix that has the name Netflix. And they still they just have raised a, prices, didn't they? They do still have a lot because their Netflix original shows are really good. But it is, it's got to be brutal when you're competing against Apple, NBC, Paramount, and Amazon. Like, yeah. just listen to that lineup that you've got to fight against. <laughs> like, that's disgusting. Yeah. You're basically, your only hope is to have really good originals. Well, for like the most Stranger- part, Netflix, Netflix is like, Netflix is like Blockbuster, right? In a lot of ways. How so? Because like Blockbuster. Because they're privately owned. Was first to market. And what they were doing, but right. then like they never progressed. Netflix is like Netflix boom, has here. progressed. They've progressed, but the problem is pro- you can pay basically the same amount and get Amazon Prime. Well, the, here's what Netflix has. Get Prime Video. What Netflix has, yeah, with Prime Video, you still have to buy movies for now. Not There's, all movies. They have free. They have movies. a lot of free yeah, movies. They're starting new shows. Mo- a lot of new movies. Thursday you Night pay for. Football. Well, new movies you're not I, getting almost, on Netflix. Yeah, you I'm don't just get new movies on Netflix at all. I'm just saying, almost every single time. Who that watches new movies on Netflix anymore? I think I watch movies on Netflix. Unless it's yeah, a Netflix original, no, they, a lot of them suck cheeks. That's not true. I mean, Netflix no, gets a lot that's of good not true. Movies. I scroll through. The thing that Netflix has yeah. right now is when you think let's watch something, a lot of people School go straight to Netflix. They go straight to Netflix. Like that's yeah. But if they start losing that, what they do have though. In why they're they are so successful, they have things like Stranger Things that like become huge, and yeah. they're Netflix originals. They own them. They have that. Um, they also losing the they, office. That was pretty that, bad. Yeah. They pretty do. Bad. They do yes. also own the documentaries. They also lost and Psych. The documentaries when they mm. blow up. Yeah, I watched that on Amazon. Not Netflix is the best in the documentary game. Yeah. So they have it. They have a bit of a niche, but I'm just saying, like, but it's not really a niche. Gosh. It's just right now well, they else, have the market. Nobody else really does the documentaries though as heavily. Like people produce documentaries to target Netflix right now. They're not trying to, like I feel like because um, Prime is pushing you, Prime pushes you pushing. hard to movies. The Prime original shows though are becoming more numerous. It takes a while though for a platform to gain notoriety as a production company. They just need one big show. Exactly because Netflix yeah. when it first came out, you saw Netflix the originals start out. 
the shows start out as being like more of those kind of indie, like edgy right. shows. That and the like, movies, I don't the Netflix really, original movies yeah. used to be terrible. And like, like I don't really want to. Stranger Things was, I feel like, the first Netflix original that was good. Well, here's the difference too Maybe, between yeah. like Netflix and like Apple TV, for example. Netflix when they started, like even Stranger Things, you know, you've got a few, you've got a few names in there: Winona Ryder, yeah. David Harbor, but like they weren't massive at the time. Um, yeah, they were more in the part, twilight their, their of their time career. Was over, yeah. So like they had to start with lower budgets and you know lower you know list actors. Whereas like Apple TV's first shows that were coming out, you're looking at just a listers across the board, huge budgets. You know, like that's that's what like Amazon's coming out with movies like Chris Pratt. You know, huge sci fi budget. Like that's the kind of thing that they have to compete with, which is like. It's just terrifying is what it is. Like if you were mm-hmm. the streaming game is is got to be the most cutthroat like industry in like in all of like media. I feel like Silas told me the other day that Twitch is dead. He said Twitch came out with like updated way they pay their creators and they like cut Every, creator pay drastically. Everybody left. And like apparently people are just like fleeing it. I'll go on to YouTube mm-hmm. probably. Probably because YouTube pays creators pretty I well. do think that YouTube will probably own the stream game eventually like they'll win out. Cause like, but but I oh, will say gaming. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Twitch, Twitch has a very, like there are so many streamers on Twitch. Um, it's just going to be tough when like, but it's you like, you know, you can make more money on YouTube. Oh, everybody will leave. That's it's, what I'm saying. Yeah, Everybody will leave. Once you know you can make more money, like you start seeing everyone do it. Cause then once you have a few of the big guys leave, then a big part of the audience that might stumble on your stream leaves mm-hmm. and goes to YouTube exactly. and then you have to be on YouTube. Exactly. It'll be when it'll probably be when YouTube commits more to a streaming like like right now if you go to the YouTube app, yeah, it's not a huge like you go to the Twitch app you're there just to browse live streams whereas YouTube that's not where it's focused. They're focused on their back end right now. They're doing a lot for like gaming creators. YouTube's restructured a lot of the live streaming stuff, mm. like adding different tiers, adding different live chats, streaming is stuff cool. like that. I, I you know what's funny is like I see all these. Um, I see all these TikToks of like people that are like kind of do streaming as more of a hobby. And if I had like the time, like it was probably something if I would do, if I were single and like, and just had like, I was just bored out of my mind. Cause I always said like, I would be bored out of my mind if I didn't have a family. <laughs> but if that were the case, like that's probably something I would get into to like pass the time and like have build a community is like stream gaming. I think it'd be very fun. Yeah, it would be. I think it'd be fun to like get into it, you know, build out a set. Just like stream every night. Yeah. And just like stream for a few hours every night and like feel like I'm accomplishing something while playing video games. Like that would be very fun. It'd be demoralizing when you don't have any viewers. But I don't know. It'd be be the type of thing where it's like if I'm going to play anyways. And I think Twitch is the type of thing where like if you are, if you persevere enough and make a good product, it's kind of how YouTube used to be. Like back in the day, and I, you know this from, you you know, if you follow enough YouTubers for long enough, like the ones that we followed back in the day, like you eventually, if you keep making consistent content and you make a good product, you just get bigger. Like yeah. it just happens because that's just how YouTube works. There's enough people out there. Um, and Twitch is kind of the same way. Like I think if you, it's harder, don't get me wrong. Cause like on Twitch, if you're getting 50 consistent viewers, like you've got a pretty decent stream. Um, whereas the top end guys are getting tens of thousands, but yeah, I think if you if you just like push at it enough and are consistent and have a really good setup, like people will stick around. Didn't Twitch did Twitch lose Nick Merckx? I don't know. That's what I was about to ask. I, I think they did because he. I think he announced. Let me search Nick because he's huge on YouTube in general. Yeah, but well, I remember I don't know if he because like when Ninja was big, I think didn't YouTube buy him for like I think Ninja went to YouTube. He's still for on a, Twitch. He's he, still on Twitch. 
Nick Merckx is. Mm-hmm. I think Ninja went to YouTube for a tiny little bit and then went back to Twitch because YouTube and then sucked. Ninja went to somewhere else. Then he too. went to another platform and got like thirty guaranteed, thirty M's. That is. But I, I think at this point, Ninja, I think I'm pretty sure the dude made like a hundred million dollars in, in his heyday. Now he's just kind of he's still very popular, but I think he's just kind of sitting on it now. You know, Nick Merckx really doesn't get as many views as I thought he did. I wonder if it's because like Warzone's kind of dead. Well, I mean, his streams are the thing is his streams. His are streams like 40, are huge. His streams, his streams are him huge. and like Doctor Disrespect. Get, those are like to, when I was watching him before. Yeah, like he was pulling in like four or five million. Warzone's in a valley though, but the problem, the thing is, the new one's coming out, so it's yeah. gonna it's gonna bump up again. But the like, thing about Nick Merckx's too, he'll switch games when he when he yes, feels the need. He will. So that's the key to his content is like he will because his ship. YouTube. I mean, this is a pretty crazy jump. Two years ago, when when I was watching him, he was getting like mil. two mil, two to four mil. Now he's getting like. And if you go day. recently uploaded, he get no, he doesn't even get a million. He gets like eighty thousand, eighty to a hundred thousand. 200,000, 200,000. Gaming is volatile. If gaming, if YouTube gaming was a stock, like it is the most volatile stock of all. Like (laughs) phase gaming, you can buy them. You can go, yeah, forget about that. You can, you can go up and down so crazy. Like there are now, I will say there are some, like there are some channels I've seen that are able to stay really consistent because they just kind of find a niche and stick in it. That's kind of how YouTube is in general, but there are some people that just choose really volatile topics to go with or games to go with and like man it's brutal it's brutal yeah i just like watch them and i get sad i'm like oh my gosh like you were it's just so it's one of those things where like those people were making like you know like for a fact that they're making like maybe millions of dollars even and then you go to like just falling off the earth you're like man i hope you were investing yeah (laughs) that's that's kind of like social media in general though like it it can it can just fall off like people your, your generation ages out and then like what happens because that's i think that's our big thing is some people have such a tight demographic that as soon as people your main audience gets out of it if you don't catch the next wave coming in like you're you're done well it's like if you if you are like let's say you're in warzone yeah warzone has a lifespan just like fortnite had a lifespan right they can do stuff to bring it back but like more than likely 15 years from now people aren't playing fortnite more than likely yeah well unless fortnite just keeps changing because like a game that stagnates like Warzone or Fortnite that has like one thing they're known as will get old. Well, Warzone has the Call of Duty name, but the Call of Duty Call of Duty game has name has gotten weaker. Yeah, because like it just it's like movies. After like the second or third movie, sometimes even before that, you just get tired. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have any interest in watching any of the new Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. But the first Star Wars, like one through six. You know, four, five, yeah, six, no, one, two, you, three. Yeah, you, I was a diehard Star yeah, Wars fan. You can fan. definitely wear it out for sure. And then, like the more stuff that came out, like I watched the first time the new Star Wars came out. Of course, you got me back in. Mm-hmm. Then the next one came out. I think I watched it like a month after it came out. Then after that, I didn't watch it. Then the Mandalorian came out. And it, I was like, it would be interesting to see. If, I don't care if a company like mm-hmm. um like Activision, Treyarch, or or Epic Games would be brave enough to be like, we're losing traction. Let's just completely switch the franchise. It would be like. <laughs> unimaginable almost to see like hopefully the, Treyarch did it so Activision could keep making them like if uh, Frick Treyarch anyways like um, it, like it, it would be unthinkable to be like yeah Call of Duty's just done yeah like isn't that because like that was like but I think that's kind of what happens is like because like Dude Perfect for instance they have a ton of longevity because like of well, course yeah, of World course young World. teenagers <laughs> are gonna be interested in trick shots and now we want to show our kids yeah <laughs> Dude like, Perfect like young like 
that's something where like of course people are going to be excited about trick shots right yeah. but when you're tied to a thing like warzone or something it's like are sure this generation like if like modern warfare 2 optic gaming i'm sure is slowed down a lot versus well ratio they've slowed down because gaming's grown so they've probably grown some but they were huge modern warfare 2 yeah optic hex like if you watched any gaming youtube you watched optic gaming back in modern warfare 2 yeah it was optic or phase yeah and then now i'm sure that their channel has grown but with how much gaming the gaming community's grown yeah they own a much smaller portion of it now yeah and i think that's kind of what happens in gaming is like you're tied to one thing and so like that next generation they come in and they're more interested in fortnite and not as interested in call of duty and if you don't make the pivot at the right time if you make the pivot too soon, you'll lose your whole audience because like our generation might not have cared. But then if you don't pick up this audience, then you're screwed. Game making in general is brutal. It's like it's the same with like uh you notice a lot with apps. Apps is even worse, where like you have some apps that do have really good longevity, like Candy Crush, but like even man, Candy Crush. Like very few people still play Candy that's Crush. That's what I'm saying. Like games they compared do have a, I think they, they have a pretty good audience with like the older folks, but still like, but like compared it, to what it was when it was first came out, everyone games like Crush. Angry Birds and all those, like it's so crazy how you can like you could like you could be the, the company making Angry Birds and you can really you could hit it right on the nose and have that crazy run of success where you've got movies. Yeah. Angry Birds had freaking movies. And, and then like you may and- Yeah, and you may never make a, an app that good again. Um, <laughs> or like that has that success. Did y'all ever, when Flappy Bird disappeared, mm-hmm. did y'all ever see like the iPhones being sold, sold on eBay? Flappy yeah. Bird. Flappy yeah. Bird for crazy amounts. I wish, dude. I had Flappy Bird. I have an iPod Touch that has it somewhere. What are you doing, man? Sell that thing. I had to find it and charge it. Probably the old charger. Yeah. Those chargers were crazy. Wide boy. The wide what body. a crazy charging cable. Yeah. Like, what the heck? Crazy, man. Last night, I went up to my parents for a fire, and my niece was there, and I hadn't seen her in a while, so we were, like, talking and um, playing games and stuff, and my dad was like, oh, Hunter, like, mom said you hit your head? And I was like, yeah. And so he's like, how'd you hit your head? Well, I guess I gotta tell this story first, how I hit my head. (laughs) So we decided, yesterday, we were like, I jumped up on, they were, I forget what y'all were doing, they were, like, acting like they were fighting, so I was acting like I was gonna break it up, and so I jumped up on my desk, and I was like, stop it, and I, like, walked over. And then someone said something about the floor is lava. And I was like, oh, that'd be a funny TikTok. Like, and then I was like, I bet I could go from the, I don't know who said it, but the bathroom to our front store without touching the floor. And so Trevor's like, oh, let's just do a TikTok out of it. I'm like, all right. So I walk into the bathroom, open the door. Trevor's filming me. I jump on the couch, run across the couch, jump onto my rolly chair, roll it to my office, my desk, jump on my desk, walk across my desk, walk across Silas's desk. Then I pull Trevor's chair over, jump onto Trevor's chair surf it to the door pull myself from the door to like jump through the door frame and i go to jump through the door frame and i just jump straight into the door frame and just hit the top of my head they apparently don't didn't notice even, didn't even notice so it. i hit and then i land in the retail store and i'm like i'm in pain laying on the ground i'm like oh my gosh that's so stupid i can't believe i just did that and i'm like laying there and i have this moment i'm like where are they like i'm laying here in pain what are they doing and so then Trevor finally was like, what are you doing? I was like, I hit my head. He's like, when? So we went back and looked at the footage. Yeah, you can tell when I hit my head, but it was It's just not a lot more obvious. subtle than like it ended up being pain-wise. And so it was funny. You know, I, it hurt, but I wasn't thinking anything serious. His head was bleeding. But then they walk out to go shoot something, and I like, I'm like, man, that really hurt. Oh, I'm bleeding. 
And so then I walk outside, I'm like, guys, my head's literally bleeding. And then Connor's like, yeah, you can see your goose egg. And I was like, what? And then my wife pulls up. So I walk over to my wife and I'm like, hey, do I have, actually have a bump on my head or Connor's messing with me? She's like, yeah, you do. I'm like, crap. I'm like, okay, well, what do I do? Like, do I have to go to the doctor? I don't want to go to the doctor. So I called my sister, who is a doctor, and I explained it to her because I was like, I've had a lot of concussions. I've never had a goose egg pop up. So I don't mm-hmm. know if that's one of the symptoms of like, you need to go to the doctor or not. Cause I know mm-hmm. like nausea, double vision, migraines, all of that. But I don't know, like, I never had a goose egg. So I called her and she's like, oh no, like if you get sick or headaches or anything like that, then go. And I was like, okay, fine. So I didn't, never, didn't have to go. I never, only thing that ever happened, I, I didn't wear a hat today cause it's still very tender. I have a permanent goose egg on my forehead. That's the only thing that ever happened is like, I have this goose egg and it hurts to touch. That's it. Never got a headache or anything. I, but anyway, so I'm yeah. telling that story and then like Lila's like, ha ha. She calls me ha ha. She's like, ha ha. Can we please go color? I'm like, yeah, fine. So Come I walk on. away. And so we walk to go color and she's like, tell me how you hit your head again. And so I'm explaining to her and she goes, I play the floor is lava all the time. I've never hit my head. And I was, <laughs> and I was like, Got I was you. like, I know I, I can't believe I messed up. She goes, so you were on a chair and you jumped through a door frame. And I said, yeah. She goes, did you use two feet or one? I was like, I jumped off two feet. She goes, you got to go one foot and then put your other foot on top of that foot. She's like, that's how you need to do it. I was like, well, she's like, yeah, if you, like, if you would have stepped off the chair and then put your other foot on top of that foot, you wouldn't have hit your head. That's how I do it. And I never hit my head. I was like, ah. she was giving you I was like, man, Lila, lowdown, I was like, if, if only you would have told so me that yesterday, funny. I was like, I, I would have saved me. You put one foot on top of the other foot and then jump? No, like you, like you're on the chair, you step uh, off with one foot and then put your other foot on top of that foot. So that you're like making yourself small, saying on something small. I understand. She's like, yeah, that's your problem. You jump with two feet. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> and I was like, ah, you're so right, Lila. Man, that if only so I would have known. That is I, so that funny. That age is so funny where like they can they, <clears throat> they can they learn how to speak so well and they can just say things in such an informed voice. Yeah. <laughs> I love she that. also um she has a test today. Where I'm actually picking her up from school today, but she has a test today, and one of the questions on her test is for her to write her name. Mm, that's like one of the things, like she's learning time. how to write her name. And so Heather last night. My uh, her mom, I was saying there with Lila and we were coloring, and Heather was like, "Lila, why don't you write your name? Like you're gonna have to do that tomorrow." And she's like, "No." And I and so Lila's very much like everyone in my family. Like if you tell her she can't do something, she's gonna prove it. So whenever she doesn't want to do something, I'm like, "Yeah, Lila's too small to do that. She can't do it." Oh uh, <laughs> yeah. And she like turned look at me. She's like, "Yes, I can." I was like, "Prove it. You can't do it." And so then she like goes to write her name and she writes the L, and then stop. Her name's L Y L A. She writes the L and then stopped. And she goes, haha, I don't need to prove myself to you. I can do it. I said, that is you, I said, so I was like, funny. Lila, you clearly can't do it. You only wrote the L. You don't know how to write the rest. And she goes, and then drew an H. Oh. And I was like, Lila, do you actually not know how to do it? She's like, yeah, I know how to do it. And I was like, well, what's that letter? She goes, H. And I said, is that in your name? She goes, yeah. I was like, spell your name. She goes, L-Y-L-A. I was like, Lila, there's no H. And she's like, Okay. And she's like, let me just go back to doing my math. She wasn't doing math. And I was like, all right, you can do your math. And then like later, like Heather walks away and I was like, well, Lila, you have a test tomorrow. Like, do you want me to teach you how to do it? And she's like, you can try. And so like I explained it to her and like taught her like, I was like, well, you know the L's, so you put two L's and you need the Y's this. And I was like, the A is just an H, but the tops touch. And so she like did it and she got down. The Y was the only thing that she was really struggling with, learning how to draw Y. And so then I was like, Lila, you know, you, are you nervous about the test? She's like a little bit. I was like, you want to replicate your like test pressure? She's like, yeah. I was like, okay, here's this marker. I was like, do not tell mommy. She goes, okay. I was like, you can write your name on my arm. 
She's like, no, I'm not allowed to write on arms. Like, no, I'm telling you, you're allowed to. My arm right now. You can write Lila. <laughs> I was like, but if you mess up, everyone's going to be able to see that you messed up. Probably awful to tell a four-year-old. No, I love it. <laughs> but I was like, this is going to be your childhood wound. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, but if you write it right, I was like, then it's just like your test tomorrow. If you can do it on my arm, you can do it on your test. And she's like, okay. And so she did it and wrote Lila perfect on my arm. Wow. And she, it was clutch. washable she marker. Got, got so like, um, I knew it was going to be fine. She got mm. the clutch And then she's like, put your sleeve down, put your sleeve down. I was like, okay. She's like, do not tell mommy I did that. I was like, <laughs> I was like, don't worry. I was That's like, Lila, so I was like, if anyone sees it, I'll say it. I wrote it. Inspiring. She's like, inspiring. Like, okay. And then like later, uh, her, my sister walked in and I was like, Lila. She's like, well, I was like, I started moving. She goes, stop it, stop it. She's like, don't show mommy. I'm going to get in so much trouble. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is so funny. funny. Oh. And then in like 18 years, she's going to be like, yeah, and for some reason, I just feel like I have to do everything perfectly or everybody's going to know that I'm bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was very funny. I also said something about, she asked me if I liked, she's like, do you like math? I was like, yeah. She's like, you didn't like math when you were a kid though, did you? I was like, yeah, math was like the only subject I liked when I was a kid. She's like, oh, math sucks. <laughs> I was like, well, let me show you how. And I was like, teaching how to do like math and stuff. And then, um, and she said something about a different subject. And I said, oh, she said something about like Thanksgiving. I was like, oh, do y'all have like a Thanksgiving party at school? She's like, no. I was like, oh, like when, when I was a kid, like we had Thanksgiving parties and like, mm-hmm. you know, everyone was like pilgrims and stuff. And like, that was your Thanksgiving party and stuff. She's like, no. I was like, oh, okay. And then Heather was like saying, I think Heather, they do. They do still have those parties. But anyways, uh, then I said something about, I was like, well, have you learned about Christopher Columbus yet? And she's like, no. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to tell you a phrase. He was a bad guy. I was like, I'm going to tell you a phrase. <laughs> and when you hear this phrase again, years from now, because you won't learn it until like first grade, I want you to remember that Uncle Hunter told you this when you were young. She's like, okay. And I said, 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. I said, they will teach you that. And then you'll be like, not my Uncle remember. Hunter taught me that. She's not going to remember. Not, not a chance. I was like... I, that's so funny. We used to have like uh, holiday themed parties, like in elementary school, were pretty legit. But like the best was the Polar Express party. What? We did not. You have guys didn't Express have that. Party. No. Were you like you have like hot chocolate? Yeah, like we would. I've we, heard such you things. went to school in, in your pajamas and maybe you got, like, I did. A, you you got, know what? Like, no, ticket, I think I did have hot something chocolate, like that. And then you would walk down the hall. Trevor's thinking of when they just watched Polar Express in the <laughs> living room. I was not homeschooled. <laughs> Until I was out of elementary. Thank you very much. The best party we had, for whatever reason, in third grade, my teacher, Mrs. Barnes, goat, um, had this inflatable, like this giant inflatable orb that like covered the whole classroom almost and like you could, everybody could sit in it. And like we all thought it was so fascinating. It was this big, clear like bubble. That you could like crawl in, like you kept like air going in it, like an inflatable, uh-huh. and you could all crawl in and sit in it. Like, That's what a fascinating awesome. thing! To That's a third so much grader. fun. And like the best party all year was like there was some way you could earn it. I forget how, but we had a pizza party inside of this giant bubble. Wow. And like you tell that to a third grader, and uh-huh. like we were like, we might as well be going to the you know Taj Mahal. Yeah. yeah, it was insane. That was like we also did. Um, at least one year they did like the St. Patrick's thing where they act like leprechauns came to your classroom. Yeah. And like, we would like, there was literally rocks that were spray painted gold Mm -hmm. (laughs) in our desks. Um, elementary parties hit different though. (laughs) The Christmas parties was always fun. Oh yeah. And then, um, we would have like battle of the classes kind of, I think it was, we had field day Mm -hmm. and field day, day. you went out and you just did a bunch of different games 
and you got points based on how you did field in every day game. Was a great day. Field days. Were, we had it. There was elementary. always the one where like you had to fill the sponge with water yeah. and you go put it in the bucket. So elementary yeah, was very like kiddie games. It was the same reward for everyone. Mm-hmm. It was you got to wear um, jeans. Well, elementary you could wear jeans. High school I couldn't wear jeans at the time. You got to wear jeans and then you got a pizza party. That was the same reward across elementary, middle school, high school. Mm. But everyone had field days, and basically the games just got more intense as you got older. So when you're like in high school, now they call it battle of the classes. Back then, for my, they still called it field day. But you would have like they would turn the whole front hill into like a slip and slide, and you'd have mm. to like do an obstacle course up and slide down. It was like That's a time electric. trial. Mm-hmm. You had to like elect different people in your class to do different things. So mm. like every class was like really they were strategic like, they were about like, it. Like dude, Hunter, you've got this. We cared. No, I did. Um, I would do. They had like the layup, free throw, three point. Oh, half court. dude, honey, you're like the best basketball player. You I wasn't, but that, the guy who was the best was more athletic, so he did something else where he was faster. Mm. Uh, and then we had, like relay races, all kinds of stuff. That's the best. But uh, it was a blast. But the pizza party. No one cared about the pizza party. When I we just cared that you weren't going to be able to show up because like the sophomore class beat us my junior year, and they were going to mm-hmm. beat us again my senior year. And that's all you cared about. So when you're a kid, mm-hmm. you know how like there are like days in your childhood, like typically Christmas is the number one where like they're just like, it's like incomprehensible joy on those days. Like you get so hyped up for them. Yeah. And so when I was in elementary school, like early on, we, the field day that we had, this is basically how it worked was it was one of the last days of school, maybe mm-hmm. even like the second to last, it was the last week of school. So you're already on that high. And then Basically, you you had class for maybe an hour, two hours, and then the rest of the day, you all go outside. Why did you have class on that day? I don't know. You would all go outside, and maybe it was like because you would get to lunch first. You would all go outside, and they would give you a wristband that would, you'd have like different things you could check off that were like all like snack items. Like they would give you like, you get like a snow cone, a pretzel. So you get that. There was games to play for prizes. And then like you could just, it was the whole like recess area, the blacktop, the playground. And you could just roam around like it was social hour. You do that for the rest of the day. And you knew school was ending like the next day. It was like that day as an elementary student, like was one of the best days of your life. Like yeah. you were like, this is everything we you've ever wanted. That <laughs> was so great. Our field day was always that like towards it's, the end it feels it feels like the best thing ever and you just played games all day yeah it's and the then best they would they kept the like bouncy house and the slip and slide and stuff open till like five so like my parent my mom and dad would show oh, up and stuff fun. and like they'd just let us hang out as the play. best is the best um that was a great day but one of the days because our school we know a football team uh we were a small school and so our homecoming was basketball and so what they did is homecoming week, homecoming was always on Friday. And so the whole week leading up to it, it was a different dress down day every day. Mm-hmm. And it was always themed. And then each class, you would nominate the best one in your class to go up. And then the panel of judges would vote on the best high school, middle school, elementary school. They'd vote on whoever dressed the best that day. And that class got points. Mm. And those points went rolled over and... Um, for elementary on Friday, you just have like a competition. Middle school, you decorated the middle school hallway. And then high school, you decorated the gym. And so in high school, each class got a different wall. Mm. And then the final thing was like, basically you showed up. We had a challenge for like two. You didn't do any school Friday on homecoming. You showed up. You had like two or three hours of like class games, similar to the field day. Two or three hours of class games. Then it was like, you know, 11 o'clock, then you'd have to come up. We had a pep rally at the end of the day. So then the rest of the day, you had to decide in your class, you had like a 
cheer committee, if you will. Then you have like the decorations and like that was it. So the cheer committee was always like three of the girls that did theater. They would come up with what our class cheer was going to be. And the rest of us just worked our tails off on like they let you drive to go get whatever you needed. You worked your tail off getting your wall Mm. perfect. So you got your wall as good as you could get. And then you had to, the whole class had to learn and participate in this cheer for the pep rally. Mm. And so then the pep rally would happen and it was always very cringy, but very fun. Um, And so you come out and they would have alumni come back and alumni would vote. They wouldn't know which wall was which because it rotated who got what walls. So they'd vote on the wall and then every class would do the cheer. They'd vote on the cheer. And then the winner of the class, whatever class won, got the spirit stick. It was like this long and it was blue and gold and taped. It was literally just a wooden rod, but you got it for the next year. So until the next spirit day, it was yours. Dude, you had the spirit stick. I'm, I'm such a big fan of like inanimate trophies. Yeah. And, like and so, so like it was, looking. it was I love in that your stuff. homeroom. You had it. Yeah. Well, my senior year, we were a pretty dominant class. My senior year, we lost to mm-hmm. the juniors. Gosh dang it. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. Tough we lose to the juniors. So my favorite teacher, Miss Doherty, she was the junior class uh, thing, um, homeroom teacher. And I had three periods with her. I had a uh, yearbook spanish and a study hall that i did yearbook during so i was in her class like three hours a day so she always like rubbed it in my face and stuff well one day i walk in i'm like miss d the spirit stick's gone she's like what i'm like the spirit stick is not up there what'd you do with it she's like you took it i was like no i didn't i was like i promise you i did not touch the spirit stick because like it was like you did not mess with that thing Uh because it'd been the same spirit stick since like the 90s or 80s i don't know Mm -hmm. they'd done this for 30 years at this point Mm -hmm. and so i was like i did not touch that spirit stick so then the junior class gets wind of it and everyone in the school is convinced i stole the spirit stick (laughs) just because i'm the one that walked in and was like you smelled it you doubted bro and so i'm telling miss d and like i had to go meet with the principal like the principal was like honey like look i get like it was a funny prank and stuff but like you have to give the spirit (laughs) stick back i'm like mr abbott i didn't take the spirit stick i was like look i'm a senior it sucks that we lost. I was like, I'm out of here in like three weeks. If yeah. I had the spirit stick, I'm giving it back to you. Yeah. I don't care that much. Like this is like, this has gone on months at this point. Like oh literally gosh, like the, the January <laughs> is blue gold day, right? The spirit stick did not show back up. So the final day of school happens. We graduate, you know, it was, no, it was the yearbook signing day. Graduation was that night, but like we're officially done with school. So then final day, like I hadn't heard about the spirit stick for like a few weeks, month now at this point. Cause I had convinced everyone it wasn't me cause it wasn't me. And so then we're like doing yearbook signings and stuff. And Miss D comes up to me again. She goes, all right, Hunter, now you're like not a student of the school anymore. Finally tell me where the spirit stick is. I was like, Miss D, I don't know what to tell you. I didn't steal it. Mr. Abbott, same thing. He walks up to me or my principal mm-hmm. Hunter. Look, man, like, you know, you're out of here. Can you please tell us where the spirit stick is? I'm like, what do you guys not understand yeah. about? I didn't steal the spirit <laughs> stick. And so then, uh, this guy Dalton walks up signs my book, writes in my book, I threw the spirit stick on the roof. You're welcome. Signed Dalton. And so I'm like, what? And so then I show that to Miss D the next, like I saw her at graduation that night because I, I didn't even pay attention to it. He just walked up. He's like, oh, let me sign your book. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like talking to someone. He signs it, hands it back. I didn't read it. Check it that night. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I tell Miss D. <laughs> and so they made him climb on the roof. And sure enough, he had just chucked it up there 
in like January. That he just is like so he, funny. he said he was just walking down the hallway. She wasn't in her room, so he just walked in there, grabbed the spirit stick, walked out the back door, chucked on the roof, walked back into class. Legendary. That is so funny. And then just let the school for months erupt and come after me. Legendary. <laughs> he was so he was a like funny. at that time he was like a sophomore freshman. Oh, and he just man. like walked in, grabbed that thing, chucked it, literally just chucked it on the roof. He was just looking for trouble, and then just came back into class. He just left That's it up awesome. there. That's awesome. Man, he really wanted to go further. He could have just planted it on you. Yeah, well, but that point it was on the roof. Yeah, that point was on the roof. You would have had... Yeah. That's hilarious. That is so funny. I, I mean, for a solid, like, two to three months, I was the villain of the That's school. That's the worst. Everyone just awesome. was, like, convinced. And my class was like, dude, Hunter, like, this is so funny. Good job. I'm like, guys, I didn't steal it. It wasn't me. <laughs> They're like, oh, that's so great. Like, the juniors, screw them, man. I'm like, I didn't steal the stupid stick. That was <laughs> very funny. Really funny. Yeah. Brutal. But it wasn't funny during the time. Because, like, I was, I was scared I was going to get suspended. <laughs> it was that serious. No proof. Yeah, no but proof. they didn't have proof. No proof. Yeah. That was the other thing is they had security cameras. And so like they reviewed the footage of security cameras, but like you never saw like people went in and out of the classroom all the time. You just never saw it because he just put it in his hoodie and walked out. Mm -hmm. And I was I was the person that was most frequent in that classroom because I was in there three hours a day. Yeah. And so everyone just knew I stole it. Hunter, whenever I hear stories about your childhood, it always just makes so much sense. Like what you just like you're everything, every story that I hear about your childhood is always like ultra competitive. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so whenever I think about who you are, it just makes so much sense to me. Yeah, we didn't mess around, man. We were competitive. Competitive <laughs> as frick. Spirit stick. Yeah, when spirit I was in stick. Well, that was the other thing. Can we like, have a spirit stick in the office? When I was in college, when I was Let's in college, play Brody we had, again. Um, Let's play Brody again, but instead of sealing the cube, we make a spirit stick. No, what we should have thing. is we can implement this now, but really next year, the monthly match. If you win the monthly match, you get, you get the spirit stick for the month. We, um, so you can, like rub it in people's in faces. In college, one of my halls had uh, it was called the stud stick, and it was a wooden baseball bat, and you got to sign it. Like, and you got it. They they the RAs gave it out. I think like at every like hall meeting, like based on just like a guy that had, like done something good on the hall, or, like helped somebody out or something, and you get the stud stick. Dude, what we could also I got do for a monthly once. meeting. Every monthly meeting, give that. Yeah, that's how we should do it. We we have pick basically an employee of the month. <coughs> That's but, funny. but we make it less. Oh, I don't know. Having having an employee of the month like frames are, would be very funny. That would be, very but it funny. would also be more expensive than having just a stick. It'd be more fun just to have something you give to someone, and like they it's theirs for the month. They have to bring it back. The It'd next be month. even funnier if we just gave it to. We just give it to Nolan every month, like Nolan every month, and just make him like targeted. Like people like are like, are you serious? How did <laughs> Nolan keep getting it? Or we give it to ourselves. The the classic gym. Yeah. We like set up this whole program, run the script, run the algorithm. Like, oh, I'm the employee of the month. <laughs> <laughs> and you walk in with a cake. <laughs> yeah, that is one thing we're missing to become a legitimate business. I think is we don't have an employee of the month. Yeah, that is pretty embarrassing. That is pretty. All right. Well, I have. We have a wall of shame. What does that say about us? That we have a wall of shame, but not an employee of the month. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, October next Monday is our next monthly meeting. Employee so of the we'll month. Ha- I'll nominate an employee of the month. Nice. I'll form a committee. Nice. I'm the only person on the employee of the month committee. It's going to be Trevor. I'm not. No, I don't ever want to be an employee. It's going to be you. Stop. Now that you, now that you just said that. No, it's, it's no, I think we should pick. I think we should only pick warehouse workers. You're not on the committee. Dang, man. Okay. I am the sole member of the committee, and as a sole member of the Employee of the Month <laughs> committee, I decide. I'm perfectly okay if you, if you just give it to yourself every single yeah, that month. Yeah, that's pretty Undecided. And you funny. make a plaque. Like, that would be <laughs> very funny. <laughs> That would be funny. I think it'd be, it's honestly, like, Hunter, maybe imagine. what I'll get you for Christmas is like, I'll get you like 10 identical employee of the month, like placards 
with like your picture frame, so you could hang all ten of them up. Like, yes, that would be very. Just imagine to if have. in the warehouse it's we had all like, your smiling faces, the like same exact picture. <laughs> like the month picture. That would be you just really Photoshop. Funny. You just Photoshop the shirt a different color in each one. That's funny. <laughs> um, the other thing that we did in high school. I just remembered. Uh, this was my freshman year. I was on the varsity team as like I was like twelfth man, but the they were going to states. And our school was trying to figure out, like, they had a fan bus that they were taking to States, but it was on a Saturday. Yeah. They were trying to get the student body really excited to come to the state championships. And so they were like, let's do a pep rally Friday at the end of school. Everyone, you know, will miss their last two classes to come for this basketball pep rally, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the idea they came up with was they had the starting five show up mm-hmm. and they just like put they had all of us like wear our jerseys we came out we did like a like you know your layup warm-up whatever your typical like pep rally run out thing mm-hmm. so that cringe, that wasn't that cringe that was fine because it was cringe. high school That's so. Cringe. but then this is actually kind of funny they didn't say anything to us as the team we didn't know what's going on so at us as the team we just like came out we did our layup thing uh they had the one guy that could uh the one guy was like the dunker matt they Definitely. had him like designated dunker yeah well he was everyone else was like rim grazers he was the guy that could like could dunk so they had him i forget what they somehow in the layup line told him to dunk a few times so like the crowd would go crazy because there was like the elementary school were there too Mm -hmm. and stuff so everybody from the town no no like the elementary kids it was just our school but then we all they told us to like stand in the line and so like our principal came out and talked a little bit he goes now next thing we're gonna do no we didn't we didn't talk they had the principal talk (coughs) And he was like telling everyone about like state championship, blah, blah, blah. He goes, but you know, I know you're wondering, like it's, it's two forty right now. What was this over? What are we doing in the next 20 minutes? He's like, I'm glad you asked. And we're all just like, what the frick's he talking about? He's like, all right, starting five, y'all get on the court. Rest of the team, go sit on the bench. So we did. And then he goes, all right, bring them out. And then they like started playing music and the starting fives dads no. came out, came oh, running that's out. So funny! And then they made them play uh, horse against their dads. That's very funny. And funny. Um, so Matt, the guy that could dunk, went up and dunked for like the first shot against his dad because he knew his dad couldn't dunk. Mm-hmm. So his dad had one of the other dads get on his hands and knees, jumped off his back and dunked. <laughs> and like, I mean, I have not heard that gym be louder than that. That is so. Funny. And it worked. We they packed the gym. We had a we had that's a basketball awesome. for the uh, state championship. That is awesome. When I was in, so we had a in my school district. It was we had K through four, and then we had a school that was fifth six before you went to a school that was seventh eighth. They've since changed it, but in the fifth six school. It was called North Salem. Um, there was it was called the Dave Unger game because it was a fundraiser for this guy Dave Unger. The Hunger Games? No, Dave Unger game because Dave Unger. I think he I think he he passed away from maybe oh. cancer or something like that. Yeah, nice one. Sorry, but uh, it was like a long time ago. But there was a fundraiser basketball game, and what would happen was you would end school early, and everybody would go to the gym, and whoever the fifth and sixth grade team was at that time, the basketball team would play against the teachers. And that was like a very big deal at our school. But then one year, I was only, after fifth grade, I was homeschooled. So I only went to it for one year. And I was only on the fifth and sixth grade, like team, my sixth grade year. So I wasn't playing in the game. But one of the, our computer lab teacher, what was his name? I don't even remember. He, um, he was like a bigger guy, but like probably had a little bit of an athletic background. But he, ran to go save a ball like on the baseline from going out of bounds and like hit it behind him and there was not a lot of space at that gym at least at that end it was like notorious like there's the padded wall but it it gets on you quick and arms out and he broke 
at least one, if not both of his wrists. And which is just so like he's just laying there and we're all in the, the crowd is like, oh, and like he comes in. This man teaches computer. So like type type can't do that. He's got like full hard casts on. And like so the next day we go into computer lab and he's got these freaking casts on, bro. But he's just laying there like a dead. Like, he's, so like he just died. Oh, my gosh. We, uh, we had an alumni game that I never got to participate in the true alumni game because the school decided it was kind of dumb. Because what it used to be was Friday night was homecoming. Mm-hmm. You'd play you know, against our rivals. It was always a brutal game. Then Saturday morning was the alumni game. So they had the alumni team, and then the current varsity team played the alumni. And it yeah. was like the all the alumni would form their team and have like the best 12 guys show, and it just bullied our, the varsity team every year. Because it was basically you took the best players over the last like seven years gave them a few years to age into college and pass and most mm. of them stayed athletic got a grown man and then they just now. came back and just bullied the current yeah. varsity team so they decided to wipe it away but then um why that sounds electric. well they kept the alumni t- game and they said the varsity guys could come play but basically what it turned into was like once you graduated you just showed up. like everyone came back in town for mm. homecoming i didn't go this last year it's like my first year not going uh, and then we're man. going this year. I did go to the I'm alumni go- game. I'm going. This I will year. not miss the alumni game because the alumni game is a ton of fun. No, we're going to homecoming this year. That's fine. I'm going you, with do you. Do you play? It's in the probably alumni game? yes. The alumni game. The alumni. We gotta play. keep That's track awesome. of that. When is show it? Up. When's homecoming? January. It's one of the first weeks of January. Yeah. All right. I'm out on my calendar. The alumni it's, game. You can't you, go, Trevor. Yes, yeah, I can. Yeah, it's a high school game. I'm excited to go. I'm going too. Then go Nados. Come on. What did you say? Go Nados. Tornadoes. Come on. I was very confused. <laughs> but then the alumni game was always fun because like then at that point, like everyone brought their wives and kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so like the cra- the stands are full. There's like twenty yeah. people yeah. of like wives and kids. It's very fun. Our baseball team used to do it an alumni wiffle ball game where we'd come back and play the current team of wiffle ball and beat the snot out of them. I I mean Hunter, I, I assume he'll take me to the homecoming game, but he said he's gonna take us to the tractor pool too, and that didn't the work out. The tractor pool didn't True. freaking happen, and then when it did happen, it was like two days so. after Luca was born. So I was going Sounds to like take it did happen. Sounds like excuses. I sent y'all the picture when it happened. I don't remember that. Yeah, it happened like a few days after. Well, Luke was homecoming. Born. I'm going to homecoming. I'm gonna That's paint. Fine. I will literally paint my entire I'll, chest. You'd, you'd say you would stick out. That I plan on it. Okay. I'm gonna learn the rosters too. I'm gonna chirp. You can't chirp. We've had uh, <laughs> we've had quite a few parents like. I want to sit with your dad because I know he'll chirp. Well, my maybe not because no. you're not. My dad there doesn't anymore. really go anymore. He's going. Um, He's painting his chest. We're all going. We're yeah. all painting our chest. It's going to get loud, too. My dad got into like a little bit of a tizzy last time he was there. Oh, shoot. Let's get as many people, like as many just row- rowdy people there as Let's possible. Make it a I don't know event. how big That's what, But no, we're going to make it big invited regardless. all foundation fans? That's what I'm saying. We're going to get that gym crazy loud. We could just pick a random game to do it. We're just going to hand out moonshine at the That's door. The people are going to be just <laughs> loaded in there. <laughs> <laughs> The coach, uh, the coach, the coach when I was there is gone. Drunk. The coach, the coach when I was there, was there is gone. So I don't know the coach anymore. Oh, that's well, we so got to figure it out. He, this is first year not coaching. I think it'd be very funny to like influence, like, like imagine like you're the kids and like you know it's homecoming. Like it'd be kind of big, and you show up and like it's just the most rambunctious crowd you've ever seen in your life. Well, that's what would happen. I bleed golden blue, well, what, baby. What they they ruined homecoming my junior senior year because we used to always play Westover. And everyone in my school hates Westover. Yeah, we hate Westover. Stupid. Let's Westover. get him back on the schedule. But then. what they wanted was like, and this <laughs> is a typical thing for homecoming, is they wanted it to be a guaranteed win. Mm-hmm. And so like Westover wasn't a guaranteed win. They were our, our toughest so now rivals. They play a crappy team. So then they started playing a crappy team. And so like my senior year, Stupid. we played New Covenant, which now New Covenant's Dude, New allegedly Covenant, better. They're yeah. Well, they they got the better of us. 
if you, yes, if you remember correctly. That. They did that. <laughs> if they're anything like like that big guy they had, man, but he bodied us. <laughs> back then, I mean, we we you'd beat New Covenant by like 40 every time. Dude, the Griff- they were a soccer team. Dude, the Griffins, bro? They were filthy in soccer, <laughs> but now they're apparently good at basketball. Dude, the freaking Griffins, So they bro. switched it to where you played New Covenant, and New then the Cove? game was like boring. Because before, it was always like came down to the wire, like a three-point game. There's a chance for a game winner. The crowd was chanting. Westover would bring a bus, so like the Westover parents were rowdy. Yeah, and so like it, people were like I, chanting <laughs> scoreboard back and forth you know, at each other. Like it got crazy in there. We have a then like my senior year, it was still like a lot of people were there, mm-hmm. but like you'd be up by like twenty five and the subs are in, are and it's like boring. Pe- mm-hmm. Here's the thing: we we have a really great sports community because we have a Division One high level university right next door. So like we can, if you want to go to a very high level football, baseball, basketball game with a great environment. Or hockey, even it's right there next to us. But you, you kind of miss something about that gritty, dirty feel of high school sports. Like I want to get, I want to go to a Texas football game. That's why I want to go. Well, to that you basically a college game. So high school football, but like that's that no, but like that seems like. But maybe it will be a little dirtier. I think so. Maybe maybe we need to. You know what? Let's go to a Brookville football game this year. Yeah, Brookville versus JF. Let's find the time. Yeah, we'll go. I would totally. I would be so down for that. There's a lot of fights that break out of those things. Yeah, I, love it. Oh, I would yeah. be so down. We're getting we're getting darn close. Find yeah, their schedule. They're, they're, they're got to be playing. Go to already. JF. They Where's probably the end of September. They probably have a nicer website. You know, go Cavaliers. They probably do versus I, Brookville. I'm definitely gonna cheer for Brookville though. Be- yeah, I think you have. That's the dirtier team because it's the dirtier, grittier team. We and I also, bought that Brookville shirt once. We could also <laughs> now this would be a, this would be a dirty game. Heritage Dirt. versus Glass. Ooh, Heritage versus Ooh, glass. I don't even know if I want to get that. That I'm would be for glass. <laughs> Somebody's getting shivved. <laughs> uh, let's see. JF football Dang this you, year. Yeah. JF's two and two. Do not want to go near oh, UC glass. They play Brookville over home. there. Oh, they already played the them. They lost. They got, over there. They got the clap. Their cheeks clapped. Brookville's dirty. Do they play them again, or is that it? That might have been it. We might have missed it. No. Okay. What? Well, what do they play? Another it's like? Gone. Team, do they play any more teams from around here? It's gone. Yeah. Well, they play. LCA on October seventh. Well, that's not. You're in, that's literally in the the Liberty Stadium. No. Yeah. EC Glass Heritage. Did they play Rust LCA Bird. at LCA or at at? It's away, so at LCA. Okay. So at Liberty Stadium. It'd still be kind of fun. Where do they play? They play Glass at Glass or home? At Glass. Where who, they play Heritage at home. Maybe we'll go to that one. <laughs> but when the is JF that? JF versus Heritage. That's not a big rivalry. Like, J.F. Brookville's the game. It's high school football, though. We missed it. Well, Brookville won 49-27, so we didn't really miss I drove by, Yeah, Brookville's... Well, I we, drove by JF's... Um, Do you want to look at Brookville's uh, schedule? Yeah. I drove by J.F.'s football stadium the other day. It's pretty nice. J.F.'s nice school. <laughs> it is a pretty, it's a pretty JF, nice stadium. J.F.'s really... They're the, they're the nicest school around here as far as public school. There's certainly... They're very nice. Yeah, they, yeah, and they have a very school. good sports program, too. Like, I, I looked EC into their Glass baseball team once. Big school. There's was, a, that's a big building, EC Glass. Yeah, well, that's big city school. I was I was scouting out all the high schools at one point for my son. <laughs> I was like, I was like, JF, like, what's their baseball program? Like, and they have, like, one state Dude, titles. Brookville's 4-1 and one right good. now. Dude, Brookville's dirty. We got to go see the bees. They play at Heritage they play October LCA? 7th. They play LCA. When? Oh, they just played them. They, got, they, got, murdered. they got murdered by LCA. LCA is so good, dude. They got a lot dude. of they got a lot of money. That's their only LCA's loss. Disgusting, LCA's disgusting, bro. Of money That's their only loss. Everything. So they went. They played. So it sounds like we got to watch LCA because they're a show. Yeah, LCA beat them forty-seven to seven. LCA is undefeated. Yeah, five and zero. All right, where go? Click on them. Where? But like, then we're gonna have to go to Liberty Stadium. You're right. It's not the same. It's field. not the same. All right. So who's who's Brookville play then? Silas, who's LCA's like big game? I don't 
They don't have rivalries. They, like, IMG, does LCA not probably have Probably IMG Academy. <laughs> I mean, they play JF, but they're going to bully JF. It, it would be... No, dude, we got to go see the upset. Well, when they beat is, them 47 to 7. Yeah. When is the JF game? This is LCA's score so far. Well, they didn't because Brookville <laughs> beat JF. They play they play JF solid, October seventh. This is Liber- this is LCA's uh uh score so far. They beat Magna Vista forty to zero. Bassett, don't even know who that is, thirty five fourteen. FCHS thirty four fourteen. Rustburg fifty six to six. Brookville forty seven to seven. They're dirty. So they're pretty they're not dirty. losing. They're, they're pretty good. When is the JF game? They play October JF 7th? Heritage, Liberty, Amherst, Glass. Amherst, no, Appomattox is typically good. <clears throat> Who? Well, where's preview? Do they have like uh, spreads here? Scoring averages to the yeah. I mean, Heritage is Brookville's next home out. game then. Brookville. Yeah, what's their home schedule look Let's like? Go back to Brookville. Because like I think going to their home game would be like a good high school feel. Uh, Brookville's next home game is against Liberty High School Friday, October fourteenth. There it is. We're going. Friday night, but Liberty is Liberty any good ever? Liberty High School, no, yeah, Minutemen <sighs> beat down. I love it. They play EC Glass October twenty eighth. Oh, you'll be in Vegas. I'm gone. That's it. Those are the only like, two home I'm, games we're left. Going to the fourteenth. Oh, that's not gonna be fun. They're gonna bully them. What if they don't? We could go watch them play Heritage. I bet. I bet the Heritage that, game yeah, would be good. Wait, when's that? So the Heritage finals predicted to be thirty seven twenty seven. When's that? October seventh at Heritage. We might not be in town. Ah, dang. No, we will. We'll be in town on Friday. Yeah, it's Friday, sure. October seventh. Okay, let's go to that one. Let's see who's let's who let's see who's leading the Seminole Division, LCA. Amherst County is dirty this year. That's what we need. The Amherst LCA game. Silas. When is that? They're four and zero this year. I love. They're it. second in the Seminole. A battle of the undefeated. They play LCA ten twenty eight. You're gone. Dang it. They play at LCA. It's best game ever. All the good games are that are that same. All right, well, let's see. Let's see who's third in the Seminole, huh? Anyone else undefeated in the Seminole? No. Heritage is undefeated. Heritage is gross. No, they're four and one, but they're two and zero in the Seminole. So Heritage versus Amherst County—that's the game we want to go to. That'd be a dirty game. Huh? No, it's Heritage Brookville. No, we want to go to Heritage Amherst County. When's if it that? hasn't happened. Friday, November fourth. There it is at Amherst County. There it is. That's the game we go to. There it is. November fourth at Amherst County. Put it Amherst on your is a little calendars. bit away it's on my calendar. Now at that point. Their seasons could both be garbage. If they're not, though, no, they're not. But if they're not, be, we're going to the heritage. Fire! We're gonna watch some dirty, gritty high and school we're wearing, football. Do they have concessions at high school games? Heck yeah, they do. Oh, yeah, we, we have to. Do we have to rep heritage? I think we. I think we wear orange and navy. Yeah, we got to rep heritage. Orange and navy. Rep heritage. Got it. Yeah, I'll just wear navy because then my my That's hair fine. my hair will do the rest. Perfect. There you go. Yeah, there we go. We're going to the Amherst, the Lancers, I believe. Is that what Amherst is? Lancers. I don't know. Is that what Amherst? The Lance is? Browners. Amherst County Lancers? Doesn't matter. What's Heritage? Pioneers. Pioneers, baby. Till I die. Pioneers. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Pioneers in and out.